What happens when the dream of owning a home becomes a reality? Can changing your address change your personality? Find out on today's episode of Snork. You've read the blog? Now hear it straight from the source. This is Snork, the podcast with Anita Rosner. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Before we get started talking about houses, I need to get a little housekeeping out of the way. Very briefly, if you like this show, I invite you to rate and review us on iTunes and please subscribe. We wouldn't want you to miss any of the fun. If you're an Android kind of person and don't do iTunes, you can also find us on places like PodBay, Podcast Republic, or any place where you look for podcasts. Basically, we're everywhere. And of course, you can write to us by going to snorkfest.com. All right, now that that's out of the way, I want to open up today's program by asking you a question. How many times in your life have you moved? Once? Twice? Never? Are you still living in the same place where you grew up? As for me, I have moved eight times since I graduated from college. Eight times. Four of them after I, quote-unquote, settled down with my husband. We've been in the same house now for 10 years, and while I'd like to think that this is the last stop on the real estate train, my nomadic nature is itching to bust a move again. Maybe I just like the excitement of that new house feeling, or perhaps I'm slightly addicted to shopping and decorating. I don't know, but I certainly do love housewarming parties and the presents that come with them. (laughs) Whatever the reason, and whether or not we uproot again remains to be seen, but it all started with that very first house. I'd like to tell you about it in this little story called The Lady of the House. I hope you liked it. By the time our daughter was born, it was obvious that our little garden apartment could no longer contain us. We'd shoved her crib into her big brother's room and wedged her changing table in a corner next to the closet, the door of which could no longer enjoy its full range of motion. And her dresser? That was in the kitchen. We were bursting at the seams. So after scraping together every nickel and cashing out our paltry investments like our whopping 75 cents worth of Disney stock, we managed to buy our first house in the suburbs. In Westchester County, no less. The Shangri-La of suburban New York State. Oh, we had arrived. There were, however, some weird moments during those early days. Before we moved in, we had the whole place painted and the hardwood floors resurfaced. Once when I showed up to check on the progress, the painter greeted me with, Why, you must be the lady of the house. It seems absurd, but I really didn't understand the question. I stood there, mouth agape. So he tried again. Are you the uh, homeowner? Who, me? 
Then, as if a hypnotist snapped his fingers in front of my face, I woke up. Why, yes, yes, I am the homeowner. Homeowner. Such a glorious word. It stirred up such a sense of security, so much pride. But it was still so new it hadn't fully sunk in. Finally, it was move-in day, and I began unpacking. Some of our toiletries were too tall to fit in the medicine cabinet, so I set them aside and considered buying a bathroom storage piece of some sort. Two days later, two, it occurred to me that I was allowed to adjust the shelves in the medicine cabinet because I owned that medicine cabinet and the wall it was attached to and every other wall surrounding it. But the weirdness didn't stop there. My voice was changing. I caught myself speaking from the back of my throat through clenched teeth. Kids, we're going to Bed Bath & Beyond for home decor. Here in Westchester, we call that affectation Larchmont Lockjaw. Think Lovey and Thurston Howell III from Gilligan's Island. Thurston, haven't we got some champagne cooling in the stream? Uh, One of our last bottles. Oh, marvelous. We must get it at once. What the hell was happening to me? Stop it, stop it, stop it, said my inner voice. You haven't been coronated. All you did was buy a house, you crazy bitch. But it was hard to resist. I was feeling so high, so grand. I'd always dreamt of owning. I watched all those interior design on a dime shows. I read Martha Stewart Living Magazine. I kept a scrapbook of paint colors and garden layouts. Oh no, we hadn't just bought a house. We bought a dream. And we were the perfect American family. Daddy, mommy, son, and daughter. Now all we needed was a dog and a second car. A minivan. But those things would have to wait since we'd sunk our last sou into our new abode. At some point, I finally pulled myself together and came to my senses. It might have been on that third day after moving in when my husband took a bedtime bath. In the morning, we discovered that the tub leaked. Water poured through a light fixture in the kitchen, collapsing part of the freshly painted ceiling onto the newly refinished floor. Or maybe it was around our first Christmas when a chimney sweep called, claiming to have worked for the previous owner. Since this was my first rodeo, I let him come, and he scammed me out of $1,200. Or it could have been the time the skylight sprung a leak, turning my family room into a tropical rainforest, soaking our brand new furniture. Ah, yes, homeownership is a dream many of us aspire to. But only the strong survive when the gets real. All in all, that house was very good to us. And we stayed there for six years. I was so happy. Some nights I'd stand out front gazing at it, its forest green shutters and bright white cedar shakes. The house number plaque I'd custom ordered from L.L. Bean. Light streaming through the gauzy curtains of our dining room. On those nights... I wished my arms were long enough to wrap around and hug it. For it wasn't just our house. It was truly our home. Our house is a very, very, very fine house. You've been listening to Snork, the podcast, written and performed by Anita Rosner. To subscribe, find us on iTunes. 
for more information or to send us your comments, visit snorkfest.com. Snork is produced by Chad Dugatz at Hangar Studios in New York City. I'll light the fire while you place the flowers in the vase that you bought today.